Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi there, welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And this is episode 82. And just a short episode this week, um, just to sort of uh, comment, I suppose, on the um, the global kind of um, Black Lives Matter anti-racism uh, movement um, and and what it means to be an ally, um, and that's certainly sort of work that both Kate and I are um, concerned about in our own right. But we also want to kind of highlight it and filter it through the sobriety lens and the mental health lens um, and kind of um, the pressure that we might be feeling and the misunderstanding and the confusion of it all. Um, And we'll try and do our best, you know. So um, I think one of the key things that I've learned um, about doing anti-racism work is the most important thing is if you make a mistake, it's to say sorry. And this is a, a lifelong kind of learning process um so we'll just check in and say hi before we we get into that but so hi Kate how are you doing hiya yeah I, I'm all right um <clears throat> I yeah I, I'm kind of reflective today I guess um yeah I, I'm I'm kind of okay and I, I'm kind of trying to get my head around this and just try and yeah I don't know um there's a lot you know there's a lot going on isn't there there's an awful awful lot going on so it's like we said we've been having a chat before this podcast and sort of wading our way through um which is yeah so so that's where I'm at what about how are you yeah I'm okay yeah um I yeah, I'm all right, really. I'm just sort of, as you say, just um, listening. I think that's what we're both trying to do is just to listen and mm. uh, be mindful. Um, yeah, and, you know, and obviously this is a, in a backdrop of a global pandemic. So um, there's mm. a, there's, as you say, there's a lot, there's a lot going on at the moment. Um, and I think we're both conscious of, kind of people in early sobriety people with mental health issues people that are um people of color um how that is is playing out and and what support people need um essentially um i will just sort of cite right up if you you know um if you are a person of color listening to this a woman of color then um served up sober who is an amazing kind of uh, writer on sobriety and recovery, has set up a, a, a group specifically for women of colour um, to get support in sobriety. So if you're sober and sober curious and you need sort of that space, um, you know, then uh, she's amazing. So I'd definitely go and check her out. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to talk a little bit about um, allyship because, um part of this work is um, for white people to do the work and to take on the work. Um, So you had a definition for allyship, didn't you? Mm, So allyship, 
lifelong process of building relationships based on trust, consistency and accountability with marginalised individuals and groups. Um, it's not self-defined. It must be uh, recognised with, with the groups or individuals that you are being in allyship with. Yeah, so I think that encapsulates a lot of things is that the fact of, you know, um, having a voice within this space, um, you know, calling out uh, people that are using white privilege or um, being racist, um, but also understanding your own white privilege and your own inherent racism um, and saying sorry when you get things wrong. So that accountability to be like, ah, yeah, okay. Like there's still work to be done in that area. Um, So. And also um, that kind of, you know, building relationships based on trust, you know, how do you build relationships? You, it's not something just kind of theoretical that you just think about. There's something about getting on the playing field and sometimes getting it wrong, you know, um, and and something and the consistency. So it's not just a flash in the pan, like, oh, let's all have a big rant about this and then go back. There's something about, okay, well, you know, small steps consistently kind of go a long way. So I, I think I quite like that as a as a working kind of definition. Yeah, 100%. And I think one of the things that we've certainly been talking about um, is, you know, if you, this, this flash in the pan, rather than, you know, the, the kind of con- this consistent commitment, I suppose, you know, and, and, and also like, looking at your own self-care and your own um your own abilities um because I know what what I've seen kind of in sort of different sobriety groups this kind of like um almost um sort of I guess putting yourself your own world in it's like I want to do this but I can't because you know, um, I've got other things going on. It's like, well, step back, um, you know, until you can do something that is meaningful rather than just sort of like get going through things and, and, and saying things without really kind of understanding, I suppose. It's like nothing has to be done right now. I guess that's my, that, you know, you if you're not in a position where you are capable, resilient, strong enough to be doing active anti-racism work, then it's okay to listen and it's okay to self-protect. And yeah, this work has years and years and years of work to be done. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it, I guess it's that it's having the consciousness <clears throat> that of understanding what these terms mean about understanding that there is huge work to be done that racism is systemic that it's everywhere that biases we all have biases that we have inherited from history long you know um denigration of 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 people of color 
but you know you have to be strong to be able to do anything and so if you are struggling with your drinking or if you're struggling with a traumatic home situation if you are dealing with trauma if you've had you know huge huge um, life struggles that doesn't mean that you're a bad anti-racist <laughs> that means that you you need looking after um, and I guess yeah it's kind of it's difficult to navigate that um, but I suppose that's sort of something that we wanted to highlight um, there's a big difference between kind of apathy and not caring um, and and sort of being in a position to do something actively um I don't know if you want to jump in there yeah I mean I guess that's that's the thing is this kind of self-protection because you know there's been times in the past where I know that I've had to do a news fast I, I regularly do news fast because I don't find the I don't find the news helpful you know I tend to get a bit overwhelmed and triggered and depressed and stuff so I'm better digesting it in a different format maybe a kind of like a digest at the end of the week or or something like that or you know someone summarized key points for me so I'd I'd say you know there's that kind of balance about you don't like my personal balance is I don't want to just live in a bubble and be not aware of things but I also know that as a an HSP, um, highly sensitive, I can become disabled. So it's about, I suppose, taking responsibility for yourself and knowing knowing your limits. You know that that sphere of influence, those spheres of control. It's like, well, what can I do? And when, like we said, it's is this is like long term. So I have made a conscious decision to kind of come off social media because of the amount of noise on there at the, just at the moment. And it, and I felt a bit bad. I felt a bit bad for that. I was like, am I just kind of ignoring the problem? And then I was like, no, actually, I need everything to go a bit quiet. I need to, it's almost like let, let the key messages, the core messages filter through to the top for me. And then I need to go, okay, so what, what, what I'm, what, what could I do about this? And this will be, you know, I have a complex home situation, you know, we support, we do a lot of kind of, you know, work within the sober community. So my kind of, a lot of my, I'm already quite stretched but it's like you said you know at some point I could read a book I could just refresh my my knowledge about it and about you know like how to be an anti-racist what's going on systemically at some point and it won't be for a bit I have to say um and that sort of also that sort of self-care self-compassion for people it's like People want to help. People want to say, oh, my God, you know, me too. Well, not me too, but, like, I feel bad. I, you know, don't call me a, don't call me a racist. I'm not like this. I'm not like that. And end up get very, very aerated and fill the whole space with an enormous amount of noise. And I honestly don't think that that is helpful. <laughs> um, and it's, and sometimes you've just reminded me of something and it is, it's like no shame, no blame, right? Because everyone's just doing their best. 
And perhaps things have gone a bit quiet for a while. And when things go quiet for a while, we can go, oh, right, okay, well, that's gone away. And actually, then we realise that it hasn't gone away. It's still a massive thing. So we've got a real kind of reminder of that at the moment. Um, But I almost see it like, it's like I once uh, likened kind of sobriety a bit like gardening, right? It's a bit like a quiet toil of daily kind of checking in and awareness and almost this kind of anti-racism stuff like allyship is almost like a quiet toil it's like okay I'm going to be consistently kind of doing some bits that I can and then that means that I'm I'm prepped really and I'm and I'm aware and then we can decide you know I don't know that that's where I'm at yeah and I, I think the, the same if you flip it the same for uh you know for people of colour you know part of the uh, you know one of the the best books kind of to read around this is you know why I'm no longer talking to white people about race by Rennie Edo Lodge and you know it's you can flip it on this the other side is like that there are you know black educators there are Mm. anti-racism educators that you know buy their books, you know, pay for their courses. That is their life's work. Like that is, you know, what, what their, 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 that is the, the decision that they've made is to, is to be actively openly fighting the fight. You know, that is very different to a black person that, you know, having to, you asking them questions and expecting them to educate you on racism. Like that's not their job like they're just a person and and Mm. and you asking them consistently about racism is traumatizing and upsetting and extremely tiring and so you know you can flip it on the same way it's like there will be people that are leaders in kind of allyship and and anti-racism work from a white perspective um and that work is extremely meaningful and extremely important but as you say, the gardening work, the kind of like the day-to-day work for everyone, which is quiet and it's not like, oh, look at me. I'm, you know, now a kind of white savior and I'm going to fill my posts with, uh, you know, how much I care about this subject. That's meaningless. You know, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot less impactful than quietly reading books about anti-racism and about white privilege and and those things and and then having conversations with your kids about it from a very informed point of view like that's much more meaningful work so it is that balance of like you know I guess it's like you know there's a few things that you can do so as I said you know don't expect black people to educate you about racism you know pay for the work buy the books you know look for black educators and it will be written on their Instagram or, you know, their Facebook that they are, they are, they do anti-racism work. So, you know, Nova Reed official is amazing. Watch her Ted talk, you know, me and white supremacy, Layla F. Syed, her book is amazing, you know, purport black and brown voices. So rather than sharing something that is from another white person, you know, look for the source because, and 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 share that source you know the source of where it's come from um you know donate if you've got extra funds if you you know there there are huge important work being done like you know there's a there's a fund for um taxi services in new york city for um 
black and brown trans women who are, you know, heavily, heavily targeted for violence. So, you know, you can get involved in terms of, of that. And, you know, there are, Google it. I mean, just Google it. Like there are hundreds and thousands of, of lists of articles, you know, that's what you can do. Mm. Um, the conscious kid on Instagram is amazing for, you know, the, the kind of um, the books that you can read with kids and, and that side. So, um, yeah, I think it's what what does it mean to be an activist? I think, you know, it becomes very, you, you get like you're not doing enough, but it's like saying something is better than saying nothing. If you can't say something, then listen, you know, and 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 that's kind of where where we're at right now you know it's like some mm. people are fully wholly re- resilient and strong and can go on the front line you know and and let's hope that they do you know some people have huge other struggles that they are managing and they can do their own work in their own way and you know and I guess it's just like every time you post something or every time you engage with social media, you know, just have that kind of question. It's like, who is, th- who is this for? Like, how is it actually helping? You know, mm. or is this really about just about me again? You know? Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's that, that I think, you know, I think it's really well said. And I like that thing about, if you can't speak, just listen, because there is that that thing that, that you know many some people can't, some people can't, and I and I would also like put it through just to bring it back to sobriety because it's a sober podcast to to self protect as well to if you can't if you find it very triggering if you find it all upsetting you know, it, it's, it will still be there. There'll still be stuff to be done. Like man said at some point, if, if that's where you're at, but really put your own sobriety first and self-protect 100%. Because at that point, you know, that for me, that's an activism as well, because then, you know, who knows, like we used to say on Soberistas, it's like, you, you know, you had these geese flying and there'd be one, at the front and then the one at the front would get fatigued and go to the back and then another one would take the front and you know you never know when it might be your time to take the front but you can't do that until you're strong and you feel good and that you are well so that that comes first that's that's the bit to come first 100 so I would always say that yeah you know and just um and just support support the voices that that have the strength, you know, to speak for you. Yeah. But that that takes work to to think about who those voices are, and you know, and what their background is and what their education is in this sort of subject matter. Um, we'll we'll yeah. list a, f- a few um, kind of um, anti-racism <clears throat> leaders and educationalists um, and some resources and things on the podcast. Um, yeah, and no, we hope this kind of just yeah helped you to kind of understand what you can do in terms of allyship really um and uh, i think we'll leave it there shall we
Yeah, yeah. Let's leave it there. Look after yourselves if you're immediately concerned about your drinking. You know, send up a flare, reach out. Um, she recovers. You can in, uh, get in touch with us at info at lovesober.com. Um, there's obviously Soberistas as well. Um, we do the sober sessions on a Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon at four. You'd have to join the Facebook group. Um, of the same name so that you can watch the zoom link so you can you know you can have that as well and just really look after yourselves because this these are really these are really really testing times and just look after yourselves like really 100% and send up a flare if you're triggered if you're you know yeah. um yeah and and go easy and we'll see you next week for more chat